You're listening to the Hello Awesome Podcast, and this is episode number 99. Yep, that's right. You heard me. 99 episodes, guys. It's so crazy. I cannot believe we are here. Almost to 100 episodes. Next week will be the 100th episode of the Hello Awesome Podcast. I want to just say that I appreciate you being here. Thank you so much for showing up every week. If you're new, welcome. You have almost 100 episodes to binge on and catch up. I'm so excited at what God is doing here on the Hello Awesome podcast. Before I get into this episode, like I said, next week is the 100th episode of the podcast. And here is what is going to go down. We will have bloopers. We will have questions and answers. We will have a giveaway just for podcast listeners. I'm going to read some reviews and we're going to have special voice memos left by you. And I cannot wait to get to them. So if you would like to share with me and everyone listening how the Hello Awesome podcast has blessed you, what your favorite episode has been, who your favorite guest has been, and why, please email me a voice recording at helloawesomeshop at gmail.com. Or the easiest and best way is to just DM me on Instagram at HelloAwesomeLive and send me a voice memo that way. And then I'll be able to get it on the podcast for next week. I only have a few voice memos so far, so I would really love it if you guys did take some time and send them to me this week. I think it would just make a very special element to the 100th episode because I could not have done it without you. And so I think it would be really awesome to have your voice on the episode. You can also leave a positive review right now in iTunes because I am going to be reading them and then hopefully I can read yours on the episode. So show up with me, celebrate this awesome milestone of 100 episodes next week. We're going to have a blast. Okay, so today's guest is the talented and sweet Kristen Hicks. Now we will continue our Daniel in the Lion's Den Bible study next month. I just want to take some time to share some incredible conversations that I've been having with some new friends of mine. In this episode, Kristen shares how she got started singing, why we need to sing more about heaven, and what she thinks heaven might actually be like. It is really an incredible discussion. I think you guys will be blessed and hopefully you'll start thinking about heaven just a little bit more. So here we go. This is episode number 99 that I am calling Thinking of Heaven with Kristen Hicks. Hey guys, I'm JC. Are you ready for real conversations about faith, business, and life? Me too. This is the Hello Awesome podcast where I bring forth topics and truthful insights that will encourage you to make intentional choices and pursue God with your whole heart. Are you ready to say hello to the awesome blessings that God has for you? All right, let's do this. The Hello Awesome podcast is sponsored by some good friends who want to give you a special treat just for showing up. If you're looking for super cute, modest clothing that is both classy and fun, Nuggles has you covered. Use code HelloAwesome10 for 10% off at www.nuggles.us. That's www.nuggles.us and stock up on essential yet affordable apparel right now. 
If this windy weather is leaving your skin crying out for help like mine, Oneness Essentials has what you need to be nourished again. Their handmade lotions and soap bars are seriously heavenly and smell amazing. Use code HelloAwesome at onenesssoapbiz.com for 15% off your next order of bath and body products today. That's O-N-E-N-E-S-S-S-O-A-P-B-I-Z dot com. Are you in love with a good scrunchie? If you know me, then you know my answer is, duh. And my favorite ones are from So Vita. These are high quality, handcrafted scrunchies straight out of indie. Seriously, they're perfect for long hair. Use code PODCAST for 10% off to pick up a handful of scrunchies like the popular Crushed Velvet or Satin Bow at sovita.com. That's S-E-W-V-I-D-A dot com. Go grab a bunch to add to your collection or give away as the perfect gift. I want to give a big shout out to those of you who are working in the medical field, especially our nurses and technicians. Bravo to you guys. Y'all are the real MVPs. If you need comfortable scrub skirts so that you can serve others while sticking to your modest lifestyle, Sea Saucy is the place for you. Use code HELLO10 for 10% off your entire order right now when you check out at seasaucy.com. That's C-S-A-U-C-Y.com. Go invest in a comfortable scrub skirt right now with Sea Saucy so that you can just focus on your patience and continue on being a light. Okay, who says athletic wear is boring? Not with Snaga Athletics. With so many fun colors and designs to choose from, you no longer have to struggle to stay modest when you are ready to be active. Use code JC10 for 10% off your minimum purchase of $20 and get free shipping on orders of $120 or more. This code doesn't apply to the Courtney T. Oliver collection and it's valid through April 30th at midnight. That code is JACY10 for 10% off your minimum purchase of $20 right now at snogaathletics.com. That's S-N-O-G-A-A-T-H-L-E-T-I-C-S dot com. Hey guys, we are back with the podcast. Thank you so much for joining us again today, this Monday morning. I have an amazing guest here today, Kristen Hicks. I'm so excited that you have taken time to be with me today. You are just so inspiring and I cannot wait to dive into today's conversation can you just share with those listening, if they don't know who you are already, just talk a little bit about who you are, what you do, and where some people might actually know you from. Hi. Well, first of all, I just want to say thank you so much for having me on the podcast. I'm really excited to get to talk with you. And um, like you said, my name is Kristen Hicks, and um, I'm from Southern California, but currently I'm going to Bible College in Northern California, so it's about seven hours away from where I live. And um, there I'm studying theology and I'll be graduating with my bachelor's this coming May. So I'm really excited about that. So um, people might know me from the college or I also have music out um, on Spotify, iTunes, Apple Music and, and stuff. So, yeah, I'm sure, you know, people might know me from there. Yeah, definitely. You know, I was just thinking just obviously you're in college, you're young and, you know, you're just 
really talented and there's just a lot of things that you've already accomplished in just a short amount of time, especially in, you know, a music career that I think is just incredible. And thinking about like your music ministry now and how incredible it is to just watch you. And I wanted to know, like, did you always have this love for music growing up? Like, when did you start singing? Well, thank you so much. I definitely, you know, it's all God and everything I do is because of him. And um, I think my love for music just began at church. And um, it was something that my mom had passed down to my sisters and I. And um, that's how I started singing. That's how I started getting involved in music and music ministry is just by being surrounded by worship and praise, you know, at church. Mm -hmm. And so from a young age, I think I just had a desire to, to learn how to play the piano because I had seen my mom playing the piano for our church and she's also um, classically trained. So originally before she had gone into church um, in her late thirties, she was a classical pianist her entire life. So when she started attending our church, um, she had to learn how to play, you know, the gospel songs and all the, wow. the songs that we sing at church. And so um, growing up, I just heard her playing all types of different music in our house. And so um, I think for me, from a young age, I was just really like amazed by her. And then also my sisters are much older than me. Like we're all about five years apart. So hmm. um, when I was about eight years old, my sister, Kelsey, she started going to Christian Life College. And um, I remember seeing her, you know, singing and being a part of the Bible College and meeting a lot of the students there. And I was only about eight or nine years old. So um, just from a really young age, I've been around a lot of really amazing people and worship leaders and just people who have a really big heart for God. And um, I think from a young age, I, I knew that I wanted to do something for God. And um, that's kind of where it started to develop. So um, I guess to kind of ring it all in is everything I do now, I just owe to God and, you know, our church. And um, I definitely, you know, I, I wouldn't want to be doing this if it wasn't for him and if it wasn't for his glory. So, mm -hmm. oh yeah, absolutely. That's so cool. I love that there's like this generational history with that in your family. And, you know, I, I agree with you, you know, there's definitely something different doing music for the Lord and honoring God with mm -hmm. music. There's real power in that. And can you share like one moment where you experienced the hand of God move as you led worship? Yeah. So, um, our church was kind of small. And so my sister, when she came back from Bible college, she, um, was in charge of our music department. And, um, when I was 14, that's when she asked me to start leading worship. So I was really, really young and, um, I was having a hard time with my voice. And, um, about two years ago, I actually had to go on a complete vocal rest, like absolutely like no talking, no singing for four weeks because I had nodules growing on my vocal cords. And that can be really serious if you don't take care of your voice. Like I know people mm -hmm. like Julie Andrews, some some singers, you know, they've had to have surgery on their yeah. vocal cords because of the nodules and they never sing the same again. But um, 
going back to when I was 14, starting to lead worship, I just wasn't really taking proper care of my voice. And I was losing it all the time. Like I would be whispering, trying to talk because I just lost it so much. And I remember in, in one instance, I was, I had just come back from a youth camp or something and I had to lead worship on that Sunday, but my voice was completely gone. Mm-hmm. And, um, I remember praying like, God, I, I have to sing. I have to lead worship on Sunday. Like, can you perform a miracle or something? Like I need my voice back, you know? Yeah. And I remember it was Sunday and my voice was still gone. It wasn't back. And I was just like struggling, struggling. And I remember kind of being frustrated. And um, again, I was so young too. So I was, I was still learning and I didn't really know much about what I was doing, you know? But I remember in that worship service, I still just did my best. I I just worshiped and um, it didn't sound great. You know, my voice was really gone. And I remember the power of God just moved in that service so strong. And I just remember seeing people touched and I was getting touched. And I just remember like praising God and saying, you know, I'm, I'm sorry that I thought like I needed a voice for this to happen. And Right then, as I was praying, there's music playing behind me. And I remember God speaking to me and was like, do you really think that I needed your voice to move on these people? And I remember thinking that day, like, okay, you know what? This is not about singing. Today, I learned, like, this is not about singing, but this is just about being willing to be used. Anyone can lead worship and be anointed. You don't have to have the best voice or have a voice at all. Because that day I learned, you know, even if I don't have a voice, I'm going to worship God and I'm going to praise him. And I think learning that was really important for me because um, when I did have to go on the vocal rest a few years later, because it was just constant, like I would sing maybe a few songs and lose my voice completely. Mm. And during that time, I had to learn how to worship God without having a voice. And that was such a huge thing for me because my whole life, that's how I worship God was through music. So um, that that time in particular was something that I feel that, that God spoke to me and has resonated with me ever since. And so even now, I don't lose my voice as often, but I still carry that same mentality that it's not about my voice. You know, it's not me that's going to bring the power of God. Of course, you know, it's just because I'm willing and God's going to move. So there's that's that story. Good. Yeah, that's so good. And I mean, if God speaks to you, a word like that, <laughs> it is something that you're going to have to carry because it's just so powerful. Right. I mean, he's yeah. so gracious and merciful that he would even, you know, speak to you in that moment is just right. showing his goodness and how much he does care about us. And he wants us right. to learn and grow in this walk with him. And I love that you shared that story because I'm pretty sure most people can relate to that, especially if they're in music ministry. I know I can relate to that. Um, as somebody who does the choir and has also done uh, some lead vocals here and there and have has had some issues with their voice and throat stuff. Mm -hmm. And, you know, it's one of the things that we as humans are just so focused on like our physical selves here on earth. Like everything is so physical and just the here and now and what we can touch, what we can see. And that's Mm -hmm. just something that we are accustomed to but God works in the unseen. And I think it's so awesome that he reminded you in that moment that he can still move regardless of, you know, how talented we are or how 
I guess a hundred percent you feel like you are, or you feel like you need to be. Right. We really do enjoy listening to, you know, your albums and your songs. I, I enjoy, um, heavenly, (laughs) obviously that's such a good song. So yeah, we enjoy your albums here in my home and we enjoy a lot of your songs and I have them looped in different playlists on my Spotify. And, you know, I, I wanted to get your perspective as a songwriter or even as just somebody who loves the Lord out of all the albums. Um, what song touches you the most? Um, the one that I'm thinking of isn't out yet. So I'm sorry, you know, to those listening, but um, it's the one that the college uh, Christian life college, they posted a video of, and um, it's called already done. Mm -hmm. And um, I've sang it, you know, for chapel there and at my church. And it was the beginning of this live recording process that I'm currently in. And um, we've recorded a few songs and we're working on releasing those, but this song already done is all about God fulfilling his promises to us and how he works behind the scenes and how he's working where we cannot see it. You know, and a lot of times we are promised things from God or maybe someone speaks into our lives and says that God is going to do this and this, and we hold on to those things. And then maybe sometimes we go through a valley and we're, we're wondering, you know, what about that promise that, that, you know, that person told me that God was going to fulfill. And we kind of have these things in our mind, but this song is just reminding us that God is faithful, even if it's not happening and, the time frame that we would like, you know, but God is faithful and he's working even if we can't see it. And it's talking about how um, the chorus, it just says, I will worship you like it's already done. And um, the whole song for me, it's, it's more personal because I, when I wrote it, obviously it was completely given to me by God, but I had a special person in my life in mind And um, this woman, she's gone through so much in her life, but she's always been so faithful in her relationship to God. Mm -hmm. And um, if you knew just the half of things that she's experienced, like, I don't know if I'd be strong enough to continue and like to have such a faith in God as she does. Mm -hmm. But she told me that whenever she's going through anything financial or in her relationship or anything she just says, you know, God, I'm going to worship you. Like it, that, that need has already been met, that that miracle has already happened. And um, I was just so blown away at the way that she prays to God. She just thanks him. And I think about all the times that I come to God and um, I'm saying, you know, I need this, I need this, or this mm-hmm. thing is going on in my life, or we need this miracle kind of begging God, but he already knows what we need. And, um, you know, I think in some instances we need to, um, come to God and and say what we need, but in other instances, I think we should just thank God, you know, and praise him because we know that he's already working on it, especially if it's something that he's promised us. And so I think that song specifically when it comes out, this will all make more sense, but, um, it just Mm -hmm. touches me the most because I just, I don't know, for me, it's just such a huge, important reminder to just trust in God, even when we can't see what he's doing, because he's always working. And um, 
it just that that song touches me the most and I'm excited for everyone to hear it and um, I know people will be blessed by it and again yeah I don't take the credit for it but I believe that it's something that God has given to all of us for this time and so I'm really excited for that to be released soon in Jesus name (laughs) yes thank you for sharing that I I truly was blessed when I saw that video Um, and it's such a short clip but it took off I think and for those listening they might have even seen it whether it was on Facebook or Instagram Um, people were sharing it like crazy just a small clip of it and I think it's because you can feel the anointing of the words just in that small glimpse of that song. And I'm excited about it. I can't wait to hear um, the whole thing. And I can't wait to hear what you've been working on. I know that God is in the midst of whatever you are doing, especially, you know, at the college and just the projects that you guys are working on there. It really is a God thing. And I love that. Um, I love just seeing young people worship. And I think it's such an example too, to the other, um, you know, younger generations out there, the the youngins, the other kids that are looking up to, you know, <laughs> college students and, and those who are in school, you know, above them and, and just seeing how you guys are like sold out to the Lord is just amazing. And I think that's such a good example. Well, thank you. Yeah, it's really awesome to be at the college and to be just like you said, a part of so many people who are so on fire for God and to advance this kingdom. So I am really grateful to be a part of that college and um, they're the reason why, you know, I'm, I'm anything that I am today, of course, to God and everything too. But um, I just believe that because of the college, I'm just at such an amazing place in my relationship with God than I've ever been before. And um, that's the reason why these songs have come out too, because of just the journey that I've been on since I've been at Bible college too. So there's my little, if someone wants to go to Bible college, you know, CLC is a great place to be. There's my little um, recruitment for the, (laughs) for the podcast. I love it. Well, I mean, you said the word kingdom and I love that you said that because I think a lot of people will remember a while back, a song called heavenly that dropped around the same time as NAYC and I have to talk about it because it was such a huge moment um, just in that time, but also for you and for um, everybody who was involved in the song. And I wanted to get your perspective because us watching and us getting, you know, being touched by that song was huge. And then seeing everybody else being touched by it was putting us in a place of just bringing us back to being kingdom minded and reminding us about heaven and thinking about just eternal life. And um, I think that's just something that we need to do a little bit more. And so Mm -hmm. what was, what was your experience like having a hit song like that and just seeing the wildfire that it caused throughout the youth? Well, thank you so much for, you know, everything you just said. And I think our experience with that, it was just, completely mind-blowing you know it was uh, something that we were working on in a house like um my boyfriend Simon he's he's actually a producer and so um we hit his brother him and I we all wrote it worked on it together and it just came out like in a day we we had finished basically the entire song and we did have that idea in mind you know how there really aren't any songs about heaven anymore and um we, we definitely wanted to write something that 
our generation could listen to and enjoy and, um, you know, for everyone to enjoy and just have that reminder, like you were saying, that um, we're not here for the world, you know, but we need to constantly be reminded that our main goal is to get to heaven. And I think um, around NAYC, you know, when people were sharing it and we, we just were blown away. I don't think we were really expecting that to happen. And um, we're just really grateful for what God did through that song. And um, it is really awesome to see that a lot of kids or people our age or even older are listening to it because it just shows that um, we really all do need that reminder constantly, you know, that it's all about advancing his kingdom. It's not about us. And I think a lot of times mm -hmm. we can get so caught up in the things of this world or the you know, just going through the motions here and we forget, you know, we're, we're made for something greater. We're made to be reunited with, with Jesus in heaven. And so, um, that song is just a reminder of that. And, um, thank you, you know, for giving me the opportunity to explain that as well. Oh, absolutely. I think it's important for people to understand your perspective. And that's one of the things that I like to do here is ask questions about your experience because, I feel like we put each other like on these pedestals or maybe in our, mm -hmm. in our brains, we think that people aren't actually people and have emotions and feelings right. attached to things. And, and I'm just, you know, I just want people to hear just from your side and knowing that you created something that you guys created something for the sole purpose of putting out a message and that message was received obviously greater than you thought and it was hopefully confirmation to what you guys already felt in your heart as you created that mm -hmm. and right. I think I think just talking about your experience and just sharing that you know you guys were making this for a specific reason not to get a hit record you know not right. to <laughs> be popular or not you weren't trying to do those things but that's that was a result of you having God's favor. I believe, I believe that God had, you know, has favor with you guys because of where your heart was when you created that song. Praise God. <laughs> and I did want to talk about how just the subject of heaven doesn't really seem to be talked about enough. And, um, mm -hmm. you know, we touched on it a little bit, but you know, why do you think we're not talking about it enough? Like, why do you think we're not really like discussing it as much with young people? I mean, I'm, I'm sure there are churches out there that are, you know, they're probably having classes or probably preaching a series about it. We don't know everything, but it just feels like in the mainstream, you know, content that we get, whether it's apostolic or just Christian in general, um, the topic of heaven doesn't really seem to be all that front and center. Yeah, I, I'm not sure. Um, I know I don't hear it as much as I feel like I used to when I was younger. Yeah. Um, I think it depends on, you know, the time in which we're living. And I feel like now with the pandemic and everything, I've been hearing about it a lot more. Mm. And um, I think it should always be on our minds. And um, especially for the younger generation, like I mentioned before, you know, I don't think we hear it as much as we should, but I know for me, like when I was in high school or, you know, I heard more about reaching the lost and, um, you know, with that goal in mind that there's a heaven or hell, you know, but 
I think I think of that song I'll fly away you know and it just talks about you know some glad morning when this life is over I'll fly away and it just paints heaven in this beautiful image and like I just want to fly there I just want to fly away and so that was kind of going back to the song sorry that was kind of our heart behind the song and why we wrote it because we wanted to sort of paint that same picture you know um just when we get to heaven what it's going to be like and um how the things of this world shouldn't be our focus but um I don't know I don't really know why we're not talking about it as much but if anyone's listening we should like I I encourage you to just think about it more or read about it more in the bible or talk about it more you know I don't know I just I feel like when we don't think about it as much we get so consumed with things of this world and we get worried and you know because everything going on right now with the pandemic and there could just be a lot of fear, you know, with the election, there's a lot of people promoting fear. If you watch the news, it's, I don't know, I've just seen a lot on social media and a lot of different things. And it's like both sides right now, we can be afraid, we can be fearful about the future, or we can just look up, you know, and remember that we're not here, we're not supposed to be here forever. But God is going to return for us one day. And we're going to be reunited with him in heaven. So I think instead of viewing the rapture and, you know, all the things we read about in scripture, instead of viewing them in like a fearful way, we need to be looking towards those things and excited for those things because this is what we were created for, even though we've never seen it before or, you know, we've only read Mm -hmm. so much about it. I don't know. I just, that's kind of my view on it and what I try to remember And it is hard, like we don't really talk about it all the time. So it's not always at the forefront of our minds. But I think if we can do something to be constantly reminded that, you know, I'm not here for a long time, you know, I'm, I'm going to be reunited with Jesus one day, and I need to make my time on earth, you know, something worth living for and not focused on the worries or the fear or the material things. But constantly focusing on what we were created for and that was to be in heaven. I love that. I agree. I think, um, you know, I wasn't born in church. I actually came to the Lord and had that uh, conversion experience um, when I was 22. Praise the Lord. Yeah. It's going to be about 14 years coming up. And when I think about just the different things that I heard 14 years ago, it was definitely more heaven minded, you know, heaven focused. And I'm not saying that we aren't anymore. Um, I just think it has just shifted. And I think um, I agree. It's something that we need to keep in mind. And, and of course, um, study for ourselves, because I think that's where our hope can be found is knowing that we're not meant to be here. And yeah, it can stink when we're reading the news and it seems like everything is kind of cruddy, (laughs) you know, like everything is crazy. And, you know, the next headline you read, you're kind of like, you got to be kidding me, you know, like, Mm -hmm. Lord, like this place is not the same. I don't know what's going on. I think that's why we have to remember the promise of heaven. We have to remember that man, like when we reach heaven, there'll be no more fear. There'll be no more tears. There'll be no depression and anxiety. There'll be no broken families. There'll be no broken hearts. You know, everything that we're dealing with down here is hard, but 
we have a hope, we have a promise from God. And I think, you know, um, I think we do need to celebrate that a little bit more. And uh, if we just keep our eyes on heaven, then it'll just give us that extra encouragement to just keep going and try and be better down here. So hopefully one day we could make it up there. Right. That was beautiful explanation of that. Well, thank you, Lord. (laughs) Um, (laughs) You know, I was, I was really thinking about just like, I love what you were talking about, you know, like, I just want to fly there. And I, and I, and I started thinking about like, just what there is, you know, like what it would be like. Mm -hmm. And obviously I'm sure you've thought about this probably since you were a little girl, you know, what heaven would be like. And, And so could you just share like in your, in your mind, you know, in, in Kristen's mind, (laughs) (laughs) um what heaven would be like what do you see what is your overall vision of it well you're right this is something you know that I feel like I've dreamt about since I was little or you know you hear it taught in Sunday school and we have to color pictures of what we might think it's going to be like and stuff but I think what you just said you know how the Bible tells us that there's going to be no more pain or no more sorrow no more tears or depression and all that I I think of I think of that and I think of people just being so happy to be there. And I just think about how overwhelming it's going to be, you know, we're going to be in that, that, that moment of silence, you know, and we're just going to be completely in awe, I think. And um, I think about how overwhelming it's going to be to see, to see God and to see everything that we've heard about our whole lives, colors that we've never seen before. You know, I think of just the most beautiful place I could envision in my head just a lot of you know clouds and you know mansions and stuff like that things that we read about but um I know it's going to be beautiful and um that is the picture that I try to keep in my mind you know when things are getting rough down here you know like you said before but um just remembering that that is what we're created for Mm -hmm. and um I, I just think of whatever the most beautiful place I've ever seen, it's going to be like a million times better than that. <laughs> yeah, that's the truth. I definitely think that too. I think even obviously in our wildest dreams, heaven is going to just exceed all of our expectations. And I think that's just how God works. You know, we expect right. God to do this little bit over here and he completely flips it all. And we look back and realize, wow, God, I wouldn't even have thought about that, but you just made it better. Right. So what has been one thing that God has taught you through this music ministry about his kingdom? Definitely that he can use anyone in anything. Yeah. I gave the story before, you know, about kind of like my voice situation and stuff, but I just think about how amazing it is that God can use people like us who are not worthy of, you know, to, to receive his grace and his mercy and to even be really um, being used in, for his kingdom. And, and I just think about how merciful he is and how graceful he is and um, how it's not about status or your level of perfection or how many times you've sinned or not, but but God can use anyone of any age. And um, I feel like that is my testimony, you know, 
from a young age, God gave me a burden for ministry and for people and for music. And so um, I think that's, I mean, one thing that wrapped in a lot of other things that God has taught me is that he, he can and he will use anyone despite where you may have came from or your background, you know, and I think that is the most beautiful thing because God needs imperfect people because this world is not perfect and he needs people like us who live for him and who have stories and backgrounds because there's a world of people who need to be reached and it's not going to always work if you don't have, you can't relate to them, you know? And so I think that is the most amazing thing to me about God and his kingdom is that there's no, I don't know, he, he doesn't favor one or the other, yeah. but we're all equally the same in his eyes. And so, um, I try to remember that always and try to encourage other people when they feel like, you know, maybe they can't be used or they've done too much or, you know, but that God sees them all the same and we're his children. And so I think that's the most amazing thing to me about, you know, and things that he's taught me about his kingdom. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's amazing. And actually that this actually works out perfect because I would love it if you would take some time and actually speak to somebody right now. We have, a wide range of listeners from all ages. I've gotten messages from people in their 60s who love the podcast and oh, wow. people That's who are 16. So I think God is just doing a work and um, just bringing us all together as, you know, family of, uh, of God. And yeah. so um, could you just speak to somebody out there right now who really needs some encouragement, who maybe they're really discouraged, like, they're not enough to make a difference or they're not doing enough or they're just maybe like not sure how they can be kingdom minded. Maybe it feels kind of overwhelming to them. What would you tell that person? I think in the Bible, we have a lot of really great examples to look towards, you know, from 12 years old, you know, we have David to even older. We have, you know, Abraham and Sarah who accepted the call of God very late in life, you know, mm -hmm. and we have awesome examples of people in the Bible. And I know when I feel discouraged, I'll read those stories and be reminded that it doesn't matter how old or how young you are, but, you know, God can use anyone. And if you feel discouraged or maybe you feel like you haven't been doing a lot, I know with the whole quarantine thing, it's kind of discouraging. It's like, how can I go outside or how can I yeah. do the things I used to? I think that, first of all, I don't think it's an accident that this has happened to the church during this time. I think it's been a really big test to see, you know, where our relationships with God are at. Yes. And I think it right now, if you feel discouraged, maybe God's trying to realign you to just be back in his presence just for the purpose of getting to know him. And all the things that come with ministry or doing things for him, you know, those will come again, you know, when we're back in church and when we're able to be, you know, all together again. And, um, but I think for anyone who feels discouraged, just try to talk to God. And I know a lot of times we have this view of him. That's like, he's so big and mighty that, you know, he can't be in the same room as me, but that's not true. Like he is big and he is mighty, but at the same time, he's our closest friend. And when we call his name, he's here. And um, I think for me, when I feel discouraged, I just talk to him like he's sitting right here. Just, hey, God, you know, I've been going through this or 
this and this. I don't really feel like praying, you know, I don't really know what else to do. I just feel like I'm in this rut, but sometimes just talking to God and remembering that he's as close as the mention of his name, you know, and prayer is powerful. Fasting is powerful. Reading the word is powerful, but also just talking to God is powerful and just building that relationship with him. Because I notice even in my own life, if I am not at a place in God that I know I should be, I start seeking for validation in other areas that I shouldn't be, you know, or I start seeking for that same fulfillment that a relationship with God brings you in other things. And I'm sure a lot of people can attest to this as well, but that's just how we were made. Humans were made, you know, with the desire for connection Mm -hmm. and God intended that to be with him, you know? So I think to anyone who feels discouraged or just that maybe they're not doing a lot right now, just try to reposition yourself and focus on your relationship with God because you know, especially if you're in quarantine or maybe your churches aren't having services right now, how amazing would it be if all of God's people who are so focused on ministry and just working for the kingdom, what if we all just focused on our relationships with him more than we ever have before? So when we did get back into services or, you know, going back out and reaching the lost, that we would be so on fire for him because our relationships with God would be exactly at the place that he intended them to be, you know? So, yeah. Yeah, that's powerful. I think that's just something that should be encouraging to all of us, that there's always growth, that there's always room to get to get closer to God, um, that if we draw to him, he will draw near to us, that he is right. available and that as long as we are willing, he's going to meet us. And so I'm just yeah. so encouraged by that message. Thank you so much for sharing that. And, you know, I really just am so blessed by your music and just your heart. I think you are so super sweet. And I think that, (laughs) and I just think that God has done just an incredible work in your life and he will continue to do that. And um, I'm excited for your future and to watch you from afar over here in cold Connecticut while you're in warm (laughs) California. And, you know, you have an East coast sister over here cheering you on, but, uh, I just appreciate you so much. Thank you for being on the podcast. And I would love it if you would just share with everybody where they could find you on social media and where they can listen or purchase your music. Okay. Um, And also I wanted to just say thank you so much for having me on and for talking with me about these things. I know they've really blessed me and I know that they're going to bless a lot of other people. So thank you so much for inviting me to be a part of this conversation. Um, They can find me on, let me rephrase that, on social media, they can find me on Instagram. I'm pretty much only active on Instagram. I think my username is just Kristen M. Hicks. And then um, for my music, you can find it pretty much everywhere. Um, iTunes, Spotify, Apple Music, YouTube, Amazon. I think, you know, if you have an Android, there's like Google Play or something Mm. like that too. So pretty much everywhere. If you just look up Kristen Hicks music, something should show up. So, Well, thank you so much, Kristen. It has been amazing. Were you inspired by this episode? I hope so. If you were, please take a screenshot of your podcast player and share it on Instagram stories, tagging me at HelloAwesomeLive. That's H-E-L-L-O-A-W-E-S-O-M-E-L-I-V-E. 
It really encourages me to see that you were blessed. Also, do you want a free digital devotional? Leave a five-star review in iTunes and DM me a screenshot of the review with your email address. You'll be gifted a digital devotional of your choice as a thank you. To learn more about Hello Awesome, head to helloawesome.live. That's H-E-L-L-O-A-W-E-S-O-M-E dot L-I-V-E. Until next time, keep your chin up, beautiful.